So far, every character that has lost a piece of their body has died. Um, <laughs> am I next? That is a good question. Um, which other characters lost parts of their body before they Lena. died? Well, Lena did, and then she lost her arm. And then the other one. That's it. Yeah. See, <laughs> see <laughs> I'm not I mean, seeing a real trend here. <laughs> I mean, you could say Rogar lost his soul oh. or his did virginity. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Big questionable on whether or not Rogar <laughs> lost his virginity. You guys, do you were... think he did? Do you think Rogar had sex? This should be the banter for the week. I you told think... me that he was part of the sex dungeon that the Oni was running, so he definitely oh. did. Yeah, but he was dead by that point. Yeah, but it still counts somewhere. <laughs> it does Doesn't not know. still count. <laughs> does not. No, no. <laughs> no, and I think if we, I mean, not to defame Rogar's memory or anything like that, but I just we are too I mean, late. I don't think too he's late. the kind of. <laughs> I don't think he's the kind of guy that would be out having casual sex during these campaigns, you know? Yeah, I mean, I saw how he interacted with, well, just regular people, but let alone women in the podcast, and there's no way that guy had sex. <laughs> I'm going to say it. <laughs> and listen, Tyson's a virgin, too. He's he's like a 19-year-old virgin, and uh, he's just waiting for Fievel to make the move. So Jesus Christ. No, well, we definitely can't keep that in the end. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want fan art with fucking furry shit going on. I need it. Why would you want that? I want to type in Rule 64 Mouse Boy. Oh no, that's already something probably. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dicey D20. My name is Noah Dungeon Master and I am joined here by our players. We have Fievel Mausentrov. Fievel, how's it going? Good, you know, here to fight off the rest of the, the Oni's minions and eventually get to him. Not sure where Tyson went, but, uh, you know, hopefully he's dead in a ditch or something like that. <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed, eh? <laughs> and we are on to our second player, Tyson McKay. How's it going, my friend? Good to be back, right? I mean, it was good up until that point where I just got bashed by my, <laughs> who I thought was my friend. My only you know, friend, debatably. Last I saw, you were cowarding away with some random old man, all right? Yeah. Well, I was fighting the good fight. Were you? I think I've done more damage than you, even even though I've been gone for two rounds. <laughs> Can we get a stats check? Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that you guys are coming to me for these stats <laughs> checks, but I'm, I don't keep track of who does what damage. What the fuck, Noah? Are you I even keep... DMing right? <laughs> like, what the shit? God damn. Take away yeah. my eyes and you can't even track my stats Dude, how are our fans supposed to collect the, the collectible player cards with all our stats max damage done in one turn like yeah people live for this shit if you want yeah. stats fucking record them yourself i keep track of damage not who does what damage but damage oh look <laughs> look at this notebook does this look like the notebook of a person who has this shit together no, no. it doesn't no, exactly. it looks like you're oh, winging at this episode and every other episode looks like those, you're winging. Are those pictures <laughs> really of dicks? <laughs> <laughs> I just drew dicks. Calms me. Are you guys ready to go? Or are you, you, <laughs> you just going to stay at each other's throats? Uh, I'm angry. You know what? Gotta take it out on someone. Why are you angry? Rogar died. I lost my glass. Did you say Riov? <laughs> yeah, the essence of Riov. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull a yellow card for that. You can't pull Riov out every single time someone asks you why you're upset. People Fine. debatably don't even know who he is. So my grand my grand Pepe then. 
He abandoned okay. me. That's a right. that's another infraction. You cannot bring up your grandpa pay or Riov for reasons why you're upset. You have to talk about things that are happening now, not things that happened in your infancy as a mouse folk. We should have another series where Fievel just goes back in time and replays the story, and then every season, it's just a, it's the same story, but different things happen because that's what he thinks. <laughs> like Groundhog Day, but with a mouse... That idiot. sounds like so much fun to DM that. I, <laughs> I would like to sign up to do that. Well, I mean, you're the you're the DM we've got, so... <laughs> okay, gentlemen. Would anyone like to give us a recap of last episode? I think Chopper 1, should do it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I'll give Chopper the thousand if you want to. But no, anyway. no, I'll, I'll take that thousand. My turn. Oh, no. He went down. You know, he doesn't <laughs> deserve the thousand. I can still speak. I can't see. Okay, idiot. <laughs> Take your pity thousand. Go ahead. <laughs> Seems to be very important to you, Fievel, who gets this thousand. I'm not. <laughs> uh, I don't care. You know what? Give it to Rogar at this point. At least I have my sword of speed. Oh, wait. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but we can't give it to Rogar. He's dead. God damn it, Tyson. Okay. I'll take it then. Well, I, mean, I, I haven't even done the recap yet, so you can have it once the recap's done. All right, quick recap. You know, the Oni and his Band of misfits. Yeah, offspring band of misfits came charging into the town, quickly realized the Oni wasn't even there. We were tricked. Bamboozled, it, some would say. And then we get fighting. We got villagers fighting with us. We got Fievel flying up in the middle of nowhere with his dragon. And then, you know, we start fighting. It's a good battle. I mean, Fievel didn't do much. Chompers didn't really do that much until the end. And then uh, killed one. And, uh, some old man started screaming at me, saying, Hey, we need, I need your help. The kids got kidnapped again. And I was like, Fuck's sake, these stupid kids. And maybe they deserve to die at this point, you know? Like, their parents are probably dead anyway. Like, a lot of the villagers died that were fighting with us. So I'd say 90% of them, but. It's true. Yeah, there is just a few villagers left alive. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, at this point. Who really cares? But Rogar did die for it, so I figured, why not? I'll go for this old man a hand. And I thought he was going to trick me because I threatened him at one point, and then it rolled an insight check, and he was telling the truth. He was who he said he was, so followed this old man, and then Fievel uh, kept the good fight going, losing villager after villager. Got to the cave, found out there was no kids in the cave. Wild. Wild. Like, I was just bamboozled again twice in one day so uh turns out the old man was the oni needless to say he beat the shit out of me and uh listen ladies and gentlemen there's very few times where i cry in my life <laughs> cried at my grandmother's funeral roll me a fucking deception check cried at my uh my dog's funeral that's about it that's the only time twice in my life i've ever cried yeah and uh you know last episode i was a little little tear jerk because my eyes were getting fucking torn out of my skull so the tear ducts were coming so the oni tore my glasses off which in turn tore my eyes out and then now i'm blind lying for dead the god creature came and saved me gave me uh some health and sang me a lullaby or told me a story that's what she did yeah, <laughs> yeah. almost had it 100 percent Okay, that was, first of all, one of the most captivating <laughs> recaps that I've ever heard in my life. So <laughs> you deserve every single thousand of that XP. And before we continue on, does anyone have any questions, comments, or concerns? No, let's, let's get to it. So ladies and gentlemen, last we left off, 
we had a little bit of a showdown going on on the main street of Traverse. This was between Chomper, Fievel, the last few remaining human villagers of the town of Traverse, and five of the Ogrima who are remaining. Now, we've got the initiative order here, and we're going to pick things up at the very top. Chomper is first up. He's, you know, standing in front of those that group of humans, which got attacked by two of the Ogrima. He's got two Ogrima at his tail as well. So Chomper's going to start things off with uh, two bite attacks at the Ogrima, who are just in and around the base of his neck. His first with a nat 20. Seven. God. Seven. <laughs> I love how you added plus seven. Like, that's going to make any difference. Yeah, it's a nat 20. Okay, so absolutely a hit on the first one. On his second bite, he's got a 12 plus seven, uh, which does match the AC. That's fantastic. Fievel, if I can get you to roll the damage for two of Chomper's bites, that would be fantastic. Rolling away. All right, so 24 on the first bite and 12 on the second one. Ooh. All right, so with that nat 20 and 24 damage, one of the Ogrima in Chomper's jaws let go and falls to the ground. It is dead. The wow. Other... <laughs> oh, Tyson McKay, you're absolutely killing me here. You uh, tried to kill me. And the second with 12 damage is still alive and kicking. So Chomper is then going to use his tail attack. He's got two Ogrima at his tail with a 18 pluses to hit. He's absolutely going to swipe one of them. And with a damage of... It's a nine. All right, so that's kicking ass. That he is. Uh, so that Ogrima takes nine damage at the tail. We are moving things right along to the Ogrima, which is blurred, currently on the rooftop, with only two humans remaining from this little section here. That Ogrima is going to use its axe attack. With a three, it narrowly misses the human on his first strike. Oh my god. But with god. an 11, he does hit on the second strike. <laughs> Run! Uh, <laughs> the damage that with damage that does kill one human on the rooftop there is only one human remaining before that Ogrima will make his way down to join his friends who are all attacking Chomper we are moving things along Wait, though there's only one human at all? Mm, no there are other humans oh. but there's only one human on the rooftop with that Ogrima oh I was going to yeah, say yeah, we, yeah. we fucked up <laughs> no, no, you guys have... This has led to the deaths of many villagers. <laughs> Do not get me wrong. But there is more than one alive. We are on to... There are three Ogrima, two at Chomper's neck and one at its tail, who all have turns, one right after the other. The first one is going to attack with his axe at Chomper's neck. With a four, that is a miss. With a nat one, oh, the God. axe splinters, just shattering into a bunch of different metal pieces, all flying apart, and the Ogrima no longer has a melee weapon to attack with. I'm actually going to give Chomper an opportunity attack here, so I'm going to allow him to roll a d20 uh, as this Ogrima is shocked and surprised. I can't even make this up. A nat 20. Oh, oh you made it God. up. It's fake. <laughs> it's all scripted. <laughs> a nat 20 uh, from the bite of Chomper, and can I get some damage on that nat 20, please, Fievel? 13 times 226. Oh, whoa, whoa. Okay, so the second Ogrima has fallen since this episode began. That means three are down, three to go. 
So two Ogrima are dead at the base of Chomper's neck, and amongst that group of humans, there are still two at his tail, and one on the rooftop, which is showing down against that one other human who is up there. You got we- this. <laughs> <laughs> we are moving right along in the initiative to the two Ogrima who are at Chomper's tail. One of them is going to pull his bow back and loose two arrows towards Chomper's heads with a nine plus six. Is that enough to hit? It is not. Oh my goodness. And a four plus six will not be enough either. So the first one misses his two bow shots. The second Ogrima is going to hack away at the tail uh, with a four. That is not enough. And with a five, that is not enough on his melee strike either which means that we are moving right along to a group of humans. Now, the humans who were dead center in the, the town, who had been attacked by those two Ogrima who kind of came at them when they were weakest, that group of humans now doesn't see any Ogrima in front of it to fight. They're going to run their they way. They fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> they just start looting the town. This isn't Ferguson, okay? Oh, shit. We're getting yeah, political. took it there. <laughs> oh, God. Like and subscribe for for political commentary. (laughs) But that group of humans is actually going to now move over towards Chopper's tail to try and uh, hack away at those Ogrima. Uh, But my goodness, they're humans with makeshift weapons, so of course, every single hit, you have four. A nat 20 from one of them, though, will pierce through the knee of one of the Ogrima. Is that the president that we alluded to last time? It is not the same guy that you were alluded to before, no. Uh, He's going to do 12 damage to the kneecap of one of the Ogrima. That's more than Fievel's even done this episode. That is more than Fievel's done this episode. (laughs) My turn hasn't come. Shut up. (laughs) So, yeah, of all those attacks, only one successfully landed, but with a nat 20, that is fantastic. After this group of humans... Now all rallying towards Chopper's tail. We now have Fievel. It's your turn, Fievel. What would you like to do? I'm going to hear me cry and summon some awesome beasts to come to my aid. Since my latest level up, I now can summon triple the amount of animals that I was like that I could beforehand. So, Oh my god, 1,200 of... dune bugs. <laughs> <laughs> you heard them, 1,200 <laughs> dune bugs. <laughs> no, we're going to go with normally two giant eagles. I can now have six, so six giant eagles come to my aid. Jesus Christ. Okay, so are those giant eagles going to be soaring in with you towards the battlefield yet to arrive, or are they going to be doing something else right now? I want them just to watch me fight. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> well, uh, their first turn that they're brought into existence, they can't technically attack anyway. So yeah, right now the eagles are just watching you. I like how you could have done any other spell to help that one guy on the, the <laughs> roof. And you said, no, I want I want more creatures to watch me fight. Look, they won't remember the tales if someone comes in surviving. They would have been like, oh, it must have been a hard battle at all. But if everyone dies, that uh, makes it something else. We have lost like 80% of the people, if not more. <laughs> yeah, there are only five remaining. How many we start off with? 24. I'm not good at math, but that's pretty close to 80%, I think. Yeah, you guys have done a great job of keeping it all alive. So that being said, Fievel, I guess your turn was spent conjuring those six eagles. You were also moving closer towards the target as well. True. So How you'll far be, away was I? Yeah, so you were 45, almost 50 feet away. So now with your 30 feet of movement, or 40 feet because you're flying. Uh, Whatever we discussed last time. <laughs> <laughs> Did you write it down? I'm pretty sure it's 35. 
Rogar so all over again. You write again. down that you get wings, you write down that you get four <laughs> arms, but you can't write down what your fucking movement speed is. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was 35. Then with 35 feet, you are 15 feet away from the action, still to do anything, <laughs> still yet to do anything in this combat. There is one human standing in front of one Ogrima on the rooftop. What are the odds? And he this, wins. This human is going to make a wild attempt to stab at it, but with a four... He absolutely does not, and that will leave him open to attack from the Agrima this next turn. Oh, God. I should have done something. <laughs> definitely should have done something, yes. We are now on to Chomper. Chomper is going to whirl around, so those two Ogrima that were at his tail, now exposed to bite attacks from Chomper's heads, he is going to roll with a 17 on the first strike. A 14 on the second strike. He's going to hit both of the Ogrima, and I'm just oh. going to need damage rolls. A 10 for the first bite, and a 7 for the second bite. Fantastic. Now, instead of making that third tail attack, what we are going to do is we'll, we'll allow Chomper to have another bite action, because Ooh. he's now just focusing on the two Ogrima who were previously at his tail. With a nat 20 on Chomper, no. he is going to grip one of the Ogrima in his teeth with a damage of... 28. With 28 damage, oh, he is going to slay one more of the Ogrima. Good thing we brought chompers. If we have luck luck or some shit. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> she was a saint, alright? Oh, she was probably your worst pet so far. I didn't have a choice, damn it. <laughs> no wild beasts in the area. Also, I'm sorry, what? You didn't have a choice? Treat Luck Luck like the fucking star she was, okay? <laughs> has her shitting on Luck Luck, and I just, I won't stand for it. I have no loyalty to her. <laughs> no, I wouldn't I'm imagine just... that you do, but I, I would hope that the Beastmaster would. <laughs> Instead, right now, he's just like, yeah, I'm sorry, she was a trash pick. What else did you expect? Yeah, she, she's uh... just a collectible for me at this point. It's oh, like a goodness. Pokemon when you're stuck with, like, Pidgey and, and Rattatat. It's like, oh, well, I'll do them for now. And then you move on. I understand. It's exactly like that. <laughs> plus, plus 500 experience. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So following Chomper, we have the Blurred Ogrima, whose form is very difficult to make out right now. He is attacking that one solitary human left on the rooftop with a 19 on his first strike. And oh, God. Uh, 11 plus to hit, which is a hit on his second strike. I don't think there's any way that this human is going to make it out of here. He lives after the first strike, crazily oh, enough. That boy. But yeah, anything more than one damage. Yeah, he dies on the second strike, unfortunately. Tease me. I'm, <laughs> I'm very sorry, Tyson. I'm very sorry. The Ogrima is then going to scan and look over the battlefield. As he sees, there's only one other Ogrima left who is currently engaged with Chomper. He's going to hang there tight for this turn. We are moving right along, though, to the Ogrima, which is at Chomper's uh, head. It is going to make two bow attacks, a 17 plus 6 and a 16 plus 6. Oh, God. Chomper's dead. Uh, so the first bow shot is going to do 8, 9, 10, 12 damage. The second one is going to do 10 damage. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I, I have no idea where he's at. <laughs> he's there. dead. Oh my god. <laughs> he's been dead for three turns. No, I didn't want to say. <laughs> uh, so we are moving right along to the humans, uh, which have kind of bolstered behind Chomper. You know, reinvigorated to fight after seeing Chomper deal so much damage to the Ogrima. We've got a round of attacks from them on the last final guy, but no roll. Oh, a 17 and a 16. 
are two hits from the group of humans, the four of them that are remaining, towards that Ogrima. So two hits, seven damage for one, and four damage for the other one. <laughs> All right, we are moving right along, and we are up to Fievel Mausentrov. Fievel, what would you like to do, my friend? I cast more animals to come. <laughs> I'm actually going to use a feat, which triples the amount of eagles I have on the field at any given time. You'll notice that I, I summoned six before, so multiplied by three, I have 18 eagles. No, cut you I off there. You wanted to do what? <laughs> I, well, they'll, they act independently because I'm not controlling them. So they're just going to attack and protect me. And then uh, I'm going to breath weapon the Ogrima that is closest to my uh, chomper there. Okay, we'll have you do your breath attack first, and then we'll have the eagles come on in after that. So this is a dexterity saving throw, correct? Yep. Okay, and that dexterity saving throw is a three. Wow. Even with the added dexterity, that is absolutely a fail. Is he afraid? Because it's going to be a lot of damage. Is he afraid? <laughs> it's hard for you to see. It's nighttime. There's a lot of fighting going on. That was day. Oh, it is night. You're right. For a second there, you had me questioning whether or not I had any of this <laughs> Is he ready? Yes, he's ready. I said, I have the power! And I do 37 damage to his face. That's impressive. It is impressive, for sure. Fail of Mazenthrov. So the agreement takes 37 damage, but he is still standing. And he looks pissed. He Eagles, looks get him! He lifted. Rip the flesh off his corpse! <laughs> okay, I think that's how we're going to have you end your turn there. Is we're telling Screaming. the Eagles to rip the flesh off of his corpse. The Eagles are now going to make their attacks. Do they make talon attacks as well as beak attacks? Yes, they have multi-attacks, and it's one beak and one talon. Oh, oh one beak God. one talon. Okay, I'm just going to have these Eagles swoop in one after another all making talon and beak attacks. The first <laughs> eagle is able to come through with claws but not beak. The second eagle is able to come in with solely a beak attack. Roll the... of damage. I am. <laughs> yeah, we'll is... do it at the end, yeah. Are they all targeting... Is there only one left? No, there's two. Is the one I shot almost dead because they're doing damage? Is he almost dead? I mean, you, you, you screamed <laughs> at your eagles to rip the flesh off of his corpse. You know what? Um, yeah, you're right. We'll take the overkill. Yeah, let's do it. Keep swooping. <laughs> Keep swooping. How much damage are we at so far that you're concerned? They've done 11 so far. I'm not too concerned about that. All right. Okay. <laughs> the next eagle makes a beak attack and a talon attack, which is wow. fantastic. We still got three more eagles to go, though, so get excited first. So more. <laughs> we just do total damage at the end. So we're at Please. 11 right now. Yeah, let's do total damage. Uh, a hit and a hit from the fourth eagle, a hit and a miss from the fifth eagle, and a miss and a miss from the last. Total 33 damage of Talon and Beak attacks. Wow. Alright, so ladies and gentlemen, having just attacked the Ogrima with his breath weapon and then screaming for his eagles to rip the flesh off the corpse of this Ogrima, those six eagles did 33 damage, you said? Yep. And that last Ogrima is ripped to shreds. You're like that spoiled kid who's just like, doesn't get what he wants, so he goes, the rest of you, get him! <laughs> 36! I had 37 last year! <laughs> but these ones are bigger. 
Uh. So the Ogrima in front of Chomper and the group of humans is pecked at and clawed to death where it falls to the ground. That last Ogrima, which was overseeing things from that rooftop where he slayed that human in one-on-one combat, is now the only Ogrima remaining. We are back to the top of the initiative order with Chomper, who is going to turn and face that Ogrima on the rooftop. Now, Fievel, does Chomper have any breath attacks? Or... He sure does. Oh, Dear man. God. There goes the village. Use it! Use it, damn it! <laughs> okay. Hey, Fievel, can you describe for us what kind of breath attack this is? Is it, a, is it a fireball, or is it a jet, or a torrent of flame? Like, what are we dealing with here? Green fire. I'm sorry. I need you. What? <laughs> I'm looking so hurt. <laughs> I know you know what I want. <laughs> and it's not that. No, but like, it, what's the mechanic? Is, is, it a, is it a ball of flame? Is it a it's jet? It's green, idiot. <laughs> oh, God. It's a I lion. I fucking missed out with the Hobbit <laughs> It's a lion, just like the others. Okay, so it's a line. And what's the range on that? 50 feet. Okay, so he definitely has the range to do it. So Chomper is going to use his breath attack, the three heads of the drake, all blasting a line of flame together towards that Ogrima, who's going green to make... Flame. Correct. Green flame <laughs> for extra damage. <laughs> that Ogrima is going to make a dexterity saving throw to get out of the way with a two plus his dex. That is not enough. He's rolling a lot. Slightly concerned for this. Okay. <laughs> Thirty-four green flame damage. What was he oh. rolling so much? Do you think he just can't count? I, I think he just rolls a bunch to make us think that he's doing stuff. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just ask you guys for rolls, and they don't mean anything. It's just, it's just to keep the appearances just a up. Mind game. <laughs> God damn it! Sometimes I love asking you guys for perception checks. Then you roll like a nineteen, and I'll just go, "Oh, interesting." <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so Chomper does thirty-four damage to the Ogrima with his breath attack. That Ogrima is still standing on that rooftop. Green flames, you know, smoldering the house that he's standing on. Uh, he turns towards the forest and begins to flee. So he no! the rooftop and then jumps down to the ground. He is out of sight of the villagers of Fievel and of Chopper. It's at this point that combat as a whole is going to come to an end for the humans and for the group of you, but Fievel... You are more than welcome to have your eagles pursue him, or you are welcome to pursue him yourself. It's up to you. I look to Chomper and I say, "No survivors," and I hop on his back. And we murder the fly. And you, and you murder the humans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one could know my power. <laughs> so the eagles are all going to dash towards the Ogrima. He was currently eighty feet away from them. And they have a flying speed of... 80. Jesus Christ, they don't even need to dash. They can just fly towards him, fly and attack him. him. (laughs) Uh, I guess that's what they're going to do. So the six eagles are all going to catch up to the Ogrima on one turn, and they're going to start to attack him. The first one hits with, oh God, with both beak and claw. The second one does as well. You're really getting off on this, aren't you, Fievel? This this is great. A nat 20 uh, with the talent attack. And the third eagle is actually going to pull the Agrima up into the air and then drop him to the ground again. There are still two more eagles to go. and Keep going! Fight the good fight! And we're going to give them advantage on their attacks because the Agrima is currently downed on the ground because he was picked up and dropped. 
Those are two more hits from the fifth eagle and two more hits from the sixth eagle. Oh my god. 56 damage. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, the final Ogrima has been slain. Fjellomausentrov and his band of eagles, like like birds of prey, just ripping apart the Ogrima <laughs> on the battlefield. It was uh, a sight to behold, for sure. Fjell, not just with yourself, but with the help of Chopper, as well as the other humans who are still alive to tell the tale, you are partially responsible for these last four deaths of the Ogrima here. So you're going to take a cool 1,900 experience points times four. Oh, wait, if I kill the humans, do I get more? <laughs> yes. I think I have to subtract experience points for that. I <laughs> no, feel no. like... I, but I mean, yes, technically they do have a challenge rating, so if you were to just duke it out with the humans, you would get XP. Who's next? Who wants to fight me? Stand up! <laughs> okay, uh, so the town of Traverse, for the moment, is safe. We are going to transfer things over now to Tyson McKay. Hello. Tyson. Tyson, last we left you, you were in a cave listening to a story being told by the Blue Heron after having your spectacles ripped off your face. You know, of course, then having your eyes ripped out as well. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to to check in on you and ask you how things are going. Well, this seems to be on par for Tyson. This is is where I expect to be right now. Okay. Is she like cradling me or what's going on right now? No, you're not being cradled. There's there's no physical form in front of you. You've been given health by some otherworldly patron, and you were told the story by the Blue Heron, but no, you are very much in the cave alone. Can I perception check? You can perception check. So, Tyson McKay, as you kind of pat around the ground on the cold stone floor of the cave, uh, you can kind of get your bearings by standing up. You cannot see, so you're completely devoid of vision. I go back to crawling. <laughs> okay, so you just stand up super cautiously and then get back down on your knees? Okay, fantastic. And what would you like to do? Can I crawl over to where I think Rogar is? Yeah, I don't see an issue with that. You can definitely crawl towards where you think Rogar is. So fumbling around in the darkness for a few minutes, you eventually make your way to the cold steel of Rogar's metal plate armor, and you find Rogar's body on the ground. Can I find his head and, like, his actual head not... You know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm <laughs> as opposed to what? <laughs> well, I'm also, blind. You, I, I don't want to accidentally. What do you, what do you mean? Can I find his, his head? penis? Yes, oh, you can. doesn't have a dick. He has a cloaca. So get it right. Okay. <laughs> you're blind, but you're not stupid. I mean, he has a head. <laughs> so can you find his head? Yes, you can, and you do. Okay. You are now at Rogar's head. I put his head in my lap, and I caress his head. I'd let tears come out if I can. I don't know. Blood tears, I guess that'd be probably. So there is some blood, uh, but yeah, you actually, you can't cry, Tyson. Okay, so I, you know, I'm going to do that for a few minutes and just let it soak in that Roger is dead. Okay. Well, and... Tyson McKay, I'm going to hand you 500 experience points for grieving and uh, for finally finding Rogar. You are, you're here to, you know, finally bring Rogar home. Uh, you just put a challenge against me that I don't know if I can do. All right, Rogar, we got to get you home, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I did you not want or- to, ch- to challenge you. Now I, I do see the conundrum that you are in. He is 300 pounds and in plate mail. And you are and in a blind. dark cave and you are blind. <laughs> and, and on top of all of that, Noah, he was an orphan, so I'm never going to find his home. 
I, well, I don't think you're going to take him to his home home. I just think you're going to lay your friend to rest, potentially, right? I mean, he looks, he's sleeping. He's he looks fine here. <laughs> Let's just leave him in this cave. You're such a bad friend. I could shackle him up to the sex dungeon wall. And... What, would that be better for him? Yes. <laughs> it made me feel better. So now he's getting it in the afterlife. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with you. <laughs> I'm just going to take this as uh, comedic attempts to try and you know, take the pain away from the loss that's of all, your friend. That's all Tyson and Josh do. Wow, it's like we have so much in common. It's like it's me. Yeah. yeah. That was meta. <laughs> uh, so Tyson, right. what is you're looking to do here, aside from grieve? Does Broger have his stuff on him? Yeah, he has his entire pack. He also has his his armor, for sure, yeah. You can, you can feel this centurion spear at his side, that magical spear that mm-hmm. is able to be thrown and then returned to the user's hand. Okay, I strap that to my back, and okay. then I loot around his pack. I think he has a, a rope, I believe. He does. He does have 50 feet of hemp and rope. That is correct. Yeah, I don't think I need 50, but I'm going to loop the ropes. You know, like how I did in the farm field, I would loop a plow around, and I would carry it over my shoulder. Sorry, were you in a farming town? Because I could have sworn it was a mining town, and now all of a sudden you think that farm knowledge like you have it. <laughs> it was a farm I town. You should have a fucking deception check on Every that. town had a farm, Noah, and Your I was Your grandpa didn't teach you shit, all right? Yeah, we'll stay out of this. No, you don't know, <laughs> you don't know how to farm, Tyson McKay. I definitely... Look, you're in a mining a farm, so you definitely know how to use rope. I don't think there's an issue with that. I just I take issue with you saying that you're a farmer. So as the <laughs> farmer I was, I wrap my food. <laughs> Listen, if Fievel can make shit up, I think we all can. <laughs> you want to die on this hill? You want to die on the hill that you're a farmer? You come from a mining town. I have your background in a file that I can look at right now. Read it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> No, all right. So I just I, I tie some ropes around his arms. I'm going to use them to pull him. Fantastic. So you have now made a rope harness for Rogar, mm. and you're going to use your strength to pull him out of the cave? Yes. Okay, fantastic. I'm going to need you to roll some strength checks to pull your friend in plate mail, who is 300 pounds, to the exit all of the right. cave. I take the plate mail off. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I mean... 300 pounds is 300 pounds. Plate mail or no, I think you're in trouble here, my friend. <laughs> the plate mail might help taking it off, you know? It might help a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. You take the plate mail off. I throw it in anger. Oh, okay. my God. The metal clangs against the stone, resonating in this empty chamber. And then, like Daredevil, I can see again. Uh, no. You cannot. <laughs> <laughs> that shitty movie where you can see in the rain or whatever. A dumb movie. Is that is that a movie? Yeah. Give Tyson those powers because he thinks it's dumb. <laughs> I feel like I probably probably shouldn't give Tyson any more powers for the meantime. Okay. I think being blind is a challenge. But uh, it's a power on its own, though, and you will not <laughs> you will not attack the disabled like me. I'm not even disabled. Super abled. Ladies and gentlemen, I am not attacking the disabled here, okay? I'm just saying that it's <laughs> a 300-pound dragonborn. every day. You're blind in a dark cave, as if that wasn't enough, and I just don't know if you know where the exit is, or even if you have the ability to, with strength, pull him across the ground. Well, then how am I going to do this, Joe? Huh? I'm, not, I'm not sure, Tyson. I mean, I guess you could try your best. That's all Tyson does, okay? He tries his best. 15 plus 1. 
So with all the strength of your body, you begin to pull Rogar Ragnak towards the exit of the cave. We are going to move things over now to Fievel Mausentrov. Fievel, you and Chopper are just outside the town of Traverse, some greenish flames kind of licking at some of the houses on the outskirts, obviously from your victory fire breath attack there. The eagles are still with you if you choose, and, yeah, and it's up around. to you as nice, and it is up to you as far as what you'd like to do next. The villagers are all going to kind of, the four of them who are remaining, are going to come up to you and uh, thank you for all of your help in getting rid of the Ogrima. And one says, I saw you let my friend die up on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I tried really hard in this fight. I thought we were all committing equally to it. And uh, now I'm coming to the end of it, finding out that you did dick all this whole time. <laughs> I had friends who laid down their lives while you were fucking <laughs> casually coming into this fight. Look the chomper and I say, kill them. So, Fievel, the last four humans are going to come up to you, cheering and thanking you for your help in getting rid of the Ogrima. They're going to look to you and say, where's your friend? Where's Tyson? I don't know. That coward ran off with some old geezer. He's into those kind of things. I I don't know. It's it's been a while since I've been with him, so uh, I don't know. He could be having that fun fiasco forest sex that everyone's talking about, right? That is true. That is kind of my bit to run off with old men. So, <laughs> it is. So, one of the last remaining villagers looks to you, Fievel, and he says, I did see him running off into the woods. I think towards that cave that they were talking about. Huh. Okay. Is there anything else I can do for you guys? I don't really want to go that way. <laughs> okay, so they look to you and they say, they look around at the, the town. They say, no, I think, I think that's it for us. <laughs> All the bodies falling off the roof. <laughs> No, we're yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, there are, there are 20 or more dead villagers. <laughs> the town is just absolutely torn apart. Dead Ogrima as well. But yeah, Fievel, I mean, there's nothing else that you can do for them right now. Okay. I say, <sighs> well, you better go back to Malvista. I don't know if there's more of them on the way. And uh, if I take off, my heart won't bear losing the rest of you. <laughs> Okay, so they all look name, to you. Name one of them. <laughs> John! Ron! <laughs> Any more yeah, guesses? Went to that college party like nine years ago. Don't you remember me? <laughs> so, Fievel, the last humans here look to you and they say, we can definitely tell our friends to come back now, now that it's safe. Uh, I'd, I'd give it a couple days there. I don't know. There could be more of them, and if if I take off and everyone's back, uh, yeah, I just that's not a good idea. Okay. So the, they mean, look to you and they say, "Well, we'll go uh, we'll go back into the town, but you should check on your friend." Yeah, I'll go see what he's doing. I mean, hopefully, I don't walk into some orgy or anything like that. But uh, yeah, that's that's my problem. You guys get out of here. <laughs> Okay, so the four remaining villagers from Traverse go back towards the town and presumably begin, you know, making reparations, putting things back together, and getting their town cleaned up. Fievel, what is it that you would like to do? I, uh, head towards the cave. Okay, fantastic. Are you going to be traveling by land or by air on Chopper? By sea on the Eagles. Minus 500 <laughs> <laughs> no, by air. 
Okay, fantastic. So you and Chomper leap up into the air, and it only takes you a few minutes to spot a clearing in the trees where you see the black mouth of a cave in this clearing. It is the first hours of daylight as well, so the sun kind of rising in the east. And uh, Fievel, you, you can't help but feeling damn proud of yourself and all the work that you've done to get here, you know? He's been here for a day. <laughs> I think we really need to start pumping Fievel up. I think we need to start giving him a lot of things to be proud of. I fight That's better dangerous. when I'm proud. That's Look. definitely not true. But Look, no. Tyson, I, I think we we got to remember here, okay? He's no longer the favorite mouse folk on yeah. the pod. His sword of speed got taken. I mean, what do you want? This guy's yeah. this guy is the most downtrodden, the most picked on member of the DCD twenty. There is no one right now who has it worse than Fievel does. <laughs> it's because of my race, and I hate it. Yeah, you're talking to the guy with no eyes here, Fievel. <laughs> Shut up, human! I don't want to hear you talk. And carrying his best dead friend. You so, let him die. <laughs> so there is enough space for Chomper to land in here, if you would would like. Like inside the cave? No, no, at the at the entrance to the oh, cave. Oh, I was gonna say, I'm like, wow, that's uh, that's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not not large enough for Chopper to get in there. Okay. No. Uh. Yeah. Let's let's land her. Fantastic. Uh. So, Fievel, you and Chopper land, and you notice that the mouth of the cave is very very steep. It's almost like a hole in the ground, with rock protruding from the soft earth, and you can look down into the cave. It just looks like a very steep, almost slippery slope down into the cave. Whoa! I uh, peek in and I yell. Tyson! Tyson! <laughs> I love the way you say I peek in and then just scream at the top of your lungs. So, Tyson McKay, you hear Fievel's voice echoing off of the cave walls, but it is a friendly sound. Who is that? Familiar sound. Who is, who is it? Rogar? Is that you? Rogar? <laughs> Tyson, say something. Who? Who's there? Oh, God, it is him. He's delusional as usual. Okay, so Fievel, I'm, I'm now, it's completely free character interaction. You mean, do and say whatever it is that you'd like. How would you like to proceed? Is he, he's there lying on the floor with dead Rogar? <laughs> no, no. You are at the mouth of the cave, uh, and and Tyson is very much inside the cave. So uh, definitely down a, a long, winding, narrow passage uh, into the actual cave structure. Yeah, I mean, you, you pulled Rogar more than a few feet, man. You did a great job. I want to keep pulling. <laughs> okay, so Tyson McKay, you absolutely keep pulling Rogar towards the exit with some renewed strength and energy now that uh, your friend Fievel is here. Fievel, is that you? It's Baxter. <laughs> God damn it. I'm staying in this cave. <laughs> can, can you get Can you get Fievel? <laughs> Hold on a sec. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you do Fievel's voice like he's <laughs> like he's not the exact same psycho. <laughs> so Fievel, what is it that you would like to do here? Would you like to go into the cave, or you're just going to keep on talking to Tyson from outside? Is is there anyone in there with you? Like, what what's going on, man? There's no one that alive that's in here with me. What's that supposed to mean? Uh, I found Rogar. Rogar. <laughs> You didn't even I like can't. it to be live. Shut up. <laughs> These are fake tears, right? <laughs> All right. I cast uh, Pass Without a Trace, and I enter the cave. 
Jesus Christ, what are you trying to do? Scare him to death? He can't see. He can't hear you <laughs> and sense you sneaking up on him. You're just going to give him a heart attack. I want him to think he's delusional. Okay, I am, well, I am well then, towards that goal, you are succeeding. So, Fievel, you cast Pass Without Trace on yourself, and are you just going to be stealthing into the cave then? Yes. Fantastic. I'm going to need some stealth checks, my friend. <laughs> How about uh, 19? Fantastic. Fievel, you are a mouse, and it is a cave, and you are quiet, and you have magically <laughs> imbued yourself with stealth. So you... You find your way winding down these narrow stone corridors until you finally reach the large expansive cave in the center. There is an altar here, as well as Tyson McKay on the ground. He has what looks like a rope kind of slung over his back, and he's trying to pull uh, Rogar, uh, but he is pulling him in the wrong direction towards one of the walls. <laughs> so, <he> is... <laughs> so you come across this scene of Tyson Trying real hard, but definitely not getting in the right direction. I'm just going to stay quiet and watch for a couple more minutes and, you know, take this in. Okay. Devil, <laughs> Devil you went quiet. Where'd you go? I go find him. That silence just hung there. And that's when I read. I don't know why it's funny, but it's like on a podcast, you can't just have silence. Devil, this is super quiet. So, Fievel, you see Tyson looks different than he did before. You no longer see the gleams or the... <laughs> you no longer see the gleams uh, in the light of his spectacles, but instead, where they were, you see two deep sockets with no eyes. So as Tyson kind of looks around the cave asking for, for you, Fievel, you see that he has no vision. So you're, you're uglier than you were before, aren't you? Okay, so Tyson, <laughs> just a few feet from you, you hear Fievel's voice all of a sudden. I say that you're ugly. I turn my head all creepy like and I say, You're next. Oh god. <laughs> no, I, I go, Fevel, where are you? I can't see you. I don't I don't think it's me. I am standing right in front of you. It seems like your eyes are missing My what? Uh, your your eyeballs, your you know the things that allow you to see in front of you and around you. <laughs> I love Fievel oh. explaining eyes to Tyson McCain. <laughs> this is great. I collapse my knees. I slap him upside the head and I say, Get a hold of yourself! We gotta get out of here! <laughs> okay, the slap across the face is typically reserved for when someone's being emotional and freaking out. He just <laughs> dropped to his knees and kind of, you know, in despair was just silent there and he just smacked the fuck <laughs> He's dead, Fievel. Oh, man, haven't you dealt with people dying already? You know, it happened out at the Rimouski tribe all the time. Most folks don't live that long, and sometimes the human hunters came out with shotguns and machetes. <laughs> I just say quiet while he tells his story. <laughs> I say, yeah, Fievel, but he was the last one I really cared about. What the fuck? <laughs> all right. I'm leaving this cave. You know what? You find your way out. You're, you're a big hero, aren't you? Yeah. All right. Talk to you later. I meant no. <laughs> you you have your you have your animals, and you never seem to care about us. And Rogar was the only one that looked out for me. Well, it's it's not because I don't do anything that I don't care. It's just it's just the way I am. Okay. So lay off. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hug him on my knees. All right, so me? Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm Tyson. out of range. Yeah, no, no Fievel, you are not out of range. You, look, you, <laughs> you slapped me two hug. seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. So, Fievel, Tyson McKay, your friend, is hugging you. What would you like to do? Throw up. <laughs> roll, roll the throw up. It's a four. I fail. I throw up. Please. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You failed. <laughs> so you... <laughs> no, Fievel, I, I mean, let, let's take a moment here. I mean, Rogar Ragnak is dead on the ground. And your your friend Tyson McKay is hugging you. You really gonna throw up on him? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> After Arda broke my heart, all these emotions. Are you just fucking kidding me? You have me. a new girl now. I I literally gave you a new mouse <laughs> to stop talking about Arda. <laughs> and three seasons in, you're still bringing her up. She was the one we were supposed to be married and have kids. What and... about Nadia? You know what? What about Nadia? Hmm. I barely know her. It could all be a trap. Maybe I'm a prince and she knows it and she wants to lure me into the north. I, I don't know. Okay, so Tyson, at one point here while you were hugging Fable, it felt like you were the one who was losing it and in need of help. It now is completely flipped. <laughs> Fable Mazenthrov is falling apart at the seams. One moment of human contact and he is just, he's just losing it. He's like, I've never had someone care about me before. <laughs> Enough of this. Get off of me. I push him <laughs> off of me. Tyson McKay, you are pushed away by Fievel, but you did get a couple seconds of hugging in there, so that was great. Soft. <laughs> All right, and Some I now soft. leave it up to you guys. What What is it that you would like to do? I say we got we got to get him out of here. He he needs to be buried in a proper place. Okay. Um. I mean, look at me. I'm not the muscle. I'll help, but you'll be doing most of the labor. All right. Yeah. I mean, I mostly so need a you guide. Can't, you can't just conjure up six eagles to, to grab this rope and oh, carry true. this guy out of here? Sled. You're right. Yeah. I cast 32 wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. It's gonna be a crazy sex dungeon. <laughs> are you casting wolves or are you casting six of them or 32 of them? Wait, can the eagles fit in the cave? How long do the eagles last for when you conjure them? An hour. Okay. So then, yes, the eagles can fit inside the cave. I call one of them in. Okay, the other eagles are standing outside waiting for your beck and call. <laughs> One I eagle just... makes its way into the cave and looks at you. I freak out. I'm, what, what's going on? What's happening? Oh, God, I, what is I that? I cover. <laughs> I pretend like I don't know what it is either. I think he's going to kill me. You pretending to not know what it is, Fievel, isn't helpful. The only person you're, you have in an audience right now is Tyson McCann. He's blind. <laughs> so... I cast fireball in a random direction. <laughs> I'm going to need legitimately everyone to roll dexterity saving throws to get out of the way of this fireball. If you hit me, I'm going to choke you out. I hope you know that. He is going to hit you. Oh, God. <laughs> so roll me a dexterity saving throw, please. 18 for me and uh, 8 for my eagle. <laughs> okay, so the eagle definitely doesn't make it. Wow. Tyson, you can roll your damage whenever you're ready. Oh, boy. You take 18 damage, Fievel. Oh. And then the other, <laughs> the eagle takes 23. <laughs> hey. Happens. Mistakes okay. happen. So- <laughs> <laughs> Kill him. Jesus. Okay. The loud and explosive fireball dissipates, and you have all taken damage. Tyson McKay, you've taken damage as well. Oh, uh, but you are a planeswalker of the fire variety, so you know you take half damage. I hope it goes down. It would okay. help the situation so much. 
Yeah, that way you could have two friends to bury. God Would damn it, it not have just been more helpful if you'd been like, calm down, it's my eagle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to make your, my your life miserable. I'm not gonna... <laughs> Alright, so I'm like, yeah, what what's going on? What's happening? You just, you just casted a fireball and hit me, you jackass. I'm sorry, I'm trying to hit whatever's in the cave. And you killed my eagle. Did I not say that was my <laughs> eagle? <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you very clearly didn't say it was your eagle. You know, I, roll me a fucking deception check. If you're trying to convince him that you said that's my eagle, <laughs> you're gonna have to deception check the fuck out of that. That's an 18. Okay, so very deceptively, he says, "Didn't I tell you it was my eagle?" <laughs> yeah, I, I rolled lower than that. So. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry, Fiona. Oh like, I did. You just, just turned into ectoplasm. Look, I I get it. You you you're freaking. You're scared. You're crying. You're all fucking weird. I get it, but it doesn't give you a right to shoot a fireball at my eagle, all right? Up until the end, I think you were talking about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Tyson and Fievel, I mean, you guys are in a cave, and you got the body of your friend here. I mean, are we are we working to get him out, or are we leaving him here? Or um, call in another eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry, I tap out. I... <laughs> Two eagles is too much. Um, <laughs> I'll leave it up to you guys. What is it that you would actually like to achieve? Yeah, I'm bringing the eagle in so that he can transport the body. And I guess okay. Tyson too, because he's fucking blind. Uh, I mean, these, he just these, guide me. This cave system is pretty narrow in the passageways, and so the eagles can make it through walking. But they can't just fly in and out because they're giant eagles, right? All right. Well, they're going to peck Tyson and Rogar with their beaks, and hopefully the flesh hold on, like, holds on while they walk out of the cave. Sorry, they're picking them up in their beaks? Yes. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, years of DMing, and I got nothing to draw on for this. <laughs> I mean, the giant eagles, can they fit something in their beak? I guess so. <laughs> Can a 300-pound dragonborn? Probably not, but, I mean, we're dealing with Fievel Mazentrov, and it's whatever the fuck Fievel says goes. Okay, here we go. Well, we could, wait, we can put I'm gonna the rope go with, in his mouth. I'm going to go with absolutely no. He cannot hold Rogar Ragnak in his mouth. Can he, like, hold the ropes in his mouth and carry him out? Or drag him out? Yeah, I mean, they, can both, yeah. they can both grab the rope with their beak. Let's do that. Fantastic. Are you guys... At the back, watching the eagles do the work, or are you just gonna walk out? Ah, watching. Ah, funny. <laughs> I, I help. That I was see. not meant as a hey, dig. Eagles. Tyson <laughs> I hide in the corner, scared. I'm not sure what's going on. He still hasn't explained it to me. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the eagles are making quick work of pulling Rogar to the e exit of the cave. Fievel and Tyson, what is it that you like to do now? I stand up and gripping the wall. Mm -hmm. And I say, Fievel, Fievel I need. I need to know how to get out of here. That's not my problem. I came for Rogar. <laughs> okay, I use my hearing to detect where the eagles are going. <laughs> yep, that's actually uh, pretty easy to do. I mean, Rogar doesn't have his plate mail on anymore, but there's definitely a, you know, <laughs> a scraping sound as his <laughs> scales pulled against the stone. Yeah, you can definitely hear your way out of the cave on this one. Uh, walk behind Tyson and make sure he makes it out. All right. Oh, okay, I get it. So, like... Wow. Uh, Verbally to him, you're being abusive, but you know, actually, you're being helpful. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like my dad. <laughs> okay, so the eagles now have Rogar almost to the exit of the cave, but again, there's that very steep drop in. So it's up to you guys how you'd like to proceed. I 
tell the other three, put your back in it. Everyone pull on the rope. The eagles all, like they're getting ready for tug of war. You know, one's on the right side, one's left, right, left, right. They grab a hold of the rope with their beaks and they pull Rogar up to the mouth of the cave. You know, there's six of them. They're giant eagles. I'm not going to really require strength checks. I mean, they're very strong. And they eventually pull Rogar to the top. Where's Tyson and all this? I'm crawling up as I hear the sound going upwards. That... <laughs> Tyson, I grab you... Tyson by his arm and I wrap it around mine, even though he's kind of tall. No, you know what? I grab hold of his... Are you wearing pants, a loincloth? Like, what's going on down there? I don't usually wear pants. Oh, It'd God. against my character. Are you wearing anything? Moving on. <laughs> well, you're definitely wearing... I, <laughs> I assume I'm wearing pants from season two. I didn't have them in season two at the end of season. Maybe I put them on. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, you have pants on. You have you have, <laughs> you have common clothes on. All right. So I have clothes on. Fiala, you're helping Tyson to, to reach the mouth of the cave? Yes. Okay, fantastic. I'm going to need a strength check. Uh, out of Tyson McKay, and of course it's at advantage because Fiala's helping him. 16. Okay, so Tyson, you climb your way out of the cave, and you feel sunlight on your skin, that nice warmth of the early morning's sun. What is that? It burns! You can also (laughs) hear the sounds of Chomper and his three heads picking and pulling uh, bits of Ogrima out of his teeth. What is that, Just ignore it. Okay, it sounds very big, though. It's Riov, run for your life! <laughs> oh, God, not Riov. That's who did this to me, Fievel, and I pointed my eyes. Oh, God, Riov! <laughs> He's sick. <laughs> God, without Rogar, you guys are just fucking hopeless, eh? <laughs> okay, so Tyson and Fievel, you guys are at the mouth of the cave, sitting and resting beside Chomper and the six eagles and the body of your friend Rogar Ragnak. It is quiet in the woods and Tyson McKay, you can't help but feel as though because you've lost your sight, you're picking up on the different sounds of the forest as well as the different smells that there are. I hear Fievel's little heartbeat. Yeah, can I chew on cheese right beside him? <laughs> you absolutely can. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> you hear that in your ear. <laughs> the sounds of nature. I I look over and I'm like, so you you never told me what happened in that cave. I mean, Rogar's dead. You're missing your eyes. Like, you mind telling me what's what's going on? Well, I think I told you how Rogar died. Not in detail, damn it. <laughs> well, look, well, man. he wasn't he wasn't there, Fievel. You, yeah, you, I wasn't there. Yeah, you weren't there. Right. <laughs> I remember now. Yeah, I explained I explained all that to you. <laughs> anyway. While we were battling out there, and I, you know, you saw me do that cool chain light attack or whatever, the chain lightning. Yeah, in, sure. In battle, sure. where I was doing damage and you weren't. I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> Some old man called me into the cave, and uh, I went. Said, I saw said, that, and I yelled out, "You coward!" Because you were running away with some old man. I didn't hear that, but he told me the kids were in there, and I thought, I thought, I don't know if you have, but I thought, I, I'd do something nice for Rogar, you know. In his memory, he saved those kids. I figured I'd go back and help. Turned out the old man was the Oni. Wow. We fought. And uh, like Rogar, he he bested me and almost tore my, well, he tore my, uh, my goggles off. And you know what the witch said. She said, you can never remove them. 
Well, she lied. You can remove yeah. them. Get your eyes. <laughs> she was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't know where he went. Hmm. I mean, I didn't didn't really look for him in the cave. I just went to get you guys out. All right. Well, I think I think it's best if we fly back to Malvista, and maybe there's some kind of potion you could drink that could make your eyes grow back or get you get you some new shades. Yeah, you know, <laughs> some new blind people glasses. <laughs> yeah, get you a, a cane that you could move back and forth. You know, just okay. so you don't walk into anyone. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, but first, can we make a stop at Travers? What? What's in Travers? I think we need to stop there. The people already thanked me, okay? You know, <laughs> there's no need to go back to that town. But can we actually go back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pardon me. I'm just going to let you guys work this out between the two of you. You, of course, know you're absolutely allowed to go back. I mean, but it <laughs> sounds like Fievel has a reason not to go. Have fun walking. <laughs> uh, I say, all right, I could dismiss the eagles. They did their part. I, uh, you know, kiss my hand and blow it in their direction. And I say, good work, squad. I will call you when I need you next. And they disintegrate. Okay, so the squad of eagles, you know, loving the fact that you called them a squad, by the way, <laughs> does in fact dissipate. And now it's just you... Tyson McKay, Chomper, the three-headed Drake, and the body of Rogar Ragnak. So you want to bury the body here? That's why I was thinking we go back to Travers. Do you think you'd want to be buried there? I think he and the townspeople deserve it. You're right. They deserve each other. I don't know if that was supposed to be an insult or not. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I don't... (laughs) I mean, I don't get it, but I'm, I'm going to leave you guys to it. Um, so if you're bringing Rogar back to the, the town, you will need to get him up on Chomper for sure. Or Chomper will have to grab him in the claws, you know. Yeah. Either one. Let's do the claws. I mean, if some of them falls apart, so be it. My gosh. <laughs> Rogar, I miss you right. already. <laughs> Chopper, grab him with your claws and let's fly back to Traverse. Okay, so Fievel, you are a top chomper, and chomper gets ready to take flight. Gonna wait for Tyson McKay to hop on, and then you guys are good to go. Okay, I feel my way onto chomper, <laughs> and I uh, get up on the head of Kuzumbo. <laughs> uh, so you probably ride on the body, not directly <laughs> the neck, on one of the heads. The neck. <laughs> I see I mean, that seat's taken. Go to the back. I mean, you're more than welcome to do it. It's just I'm gonna have have to have you roll strength checks to hold on while they're flying. Where am I I supposed to hold on? Is a fucking dragon driven this thing? I mean, you could sit on its back, not (laughs) not hanging, dangling from one of the necks. (laughs) All right, this is self-explanatory. I know you're blind, but Jesus Christ, man! Like, (laughs) figure it out. Do the the old-fashioned way. I hold on to Fievel. Fantastic. Okay, so hop on Chomper's back, and Chomper takes flight towards Traverse. First, getting himself nice and high in the sky circling the cave once and then heading onwards towards the town is no more than about 15 to 20 seconds of flight from there uh, before Chomper lands in the main street of Traverse. There are the four humans who are still alive. They are sitting, some on the porches of their houses, others, uh, you know, standing, kind of, you know, hands on the hips looking at the battlefield. But they all turn and look towards you as our heroes return and arrive. 
on the main street of Traverse. Is the uh, totem there still or no? Well, so the, the totem was knocked down and used for parts of the construction because it was made of uh, timber. There were different parts of the um, bones, which obviously disintegrated as they were touched. So it was literally just a log. Is there like a space near the town main square that's like empty? So you're on the main road of Traverse, Tyson McKay. So there's no real square. There's just this, this main road where you have different shops and the, the inn and then houses kind of sprawling out on either side of the main street. But no, no real square. And there's that house on the hill, right? Correct. There is. Let's uh, let's take him up to the hill, Diavel. Okay. I grab a piece of wood. All right. You're just looking around the ground for a piece of wood? Yeah, like a larger piece of wood. Uh, oh, yeah. I guess I chop. don't find a piece of wood. Diavel, <laughs> find a piece of wood for me. <laughs> I give him a twig and put it in his hand. I say, no, is no. this good enough? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Sweet. <laughs> All right. So, Chomper only really has to make kind of one leap and bound, then his wings kind of flaring out. He glides up to the hilltop quite easily and then lands beside the house on the hill. I say, let's find a nice spot for him. Yeah, well, you're, you're in charge of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nice. Okay. Uh, like with a view or something that overlooks the town. Okay, I look for that, that spot. Yeah. You see uh, from the spot that you're at with Chopper beside the house that this house does kind of overlook the town. It is the, the highest spot here in Traverse. And if you move to the left of the house a fair ways up still on the hilltop, looks like there's a, a few spots at the edge of a precipice. It's not a cliffside or anything like that, but more of a, a mound or a hill. There's a spot where there are fewer trees, which still overlooks the town. All right, let's do it there. How would you guys like to do this? Would you like to dig with your absolutely not hands? <laughs> the animals. I tell Fievel to point me in the direction of the area that we're going to do it. Okay, I grab him by his pants again and I walk him to the spot. Okay, fantastic. And what would you guys like to do? I cast mold earth a few okay. times, probably. Fantastic. So with Fievel's help to kind of direct where the earth is coming out of and where it's going, you eventually are able to create a grave for Rogar Ragnak. All right. With Fievel's help, I start dragging them into the hole. So Rogar Ragnak is laid to rest. There's a pile of dirt beside the grave. It's up to you guys. If you want to use mold earth to kind of move that back over, you're more than welcome to. Well, before I do, I go, Fievel, do you want to say some words? You know, those dragonborns, they, they can't live forever like us mouse folk, you know? It's uh, its sad to see them go, but yeah, nature nature took its course. So, uh, yeah, love the guy and all. You you know what? I'll, uh, I'll take care of fine-ass bread lady for you. <laughs> I, uh... We're yeah, giving you words? Absolutely <laughs> moving speech there for the Fiala Mazeltrov. Uh, I'm so glad okay. that Rogar's dead in your life. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, I take my turn. So I, I look down, well, as if I was looking down at him. <laughs> and I go, Rogar, you may have been an orphan and not have been able to find your family, but I feel you found one with us, and you'll always be, you'll always be family in my heart. Okay. And then I start to move the earth. So after a few actions of mold earth, 
you have uh, covered Rogar Ragnak, and he is now on the hill overlooking Traverse, the town whose children he saved. Tyson, for your moving words and the funeral that you guys had for Rogar Ragnak, I'm going to hand you a thousand experience points. I'm going to hand Fievel 300 for being a dick. Yes. I mean, he's playing his character. I can't. can't. Yeah. <laughs> this I cannot argue. Can I make a mound of earth at the top of where I was? Just to kind of mark it a bit. I was yeah. going to do it with a piece yeah. of wood, but yeah, for sure. fucking sticks. <laughs> I, I got you that twig, Tyson. <laughs> and I put it in the, the earth. <laughs> you hear the sounds of Chopper getting up and launching into the air and flying away as you move some more earth so that it is uh, kind of making more of a pronounced mound over the grave. A few minutes later, Chomper returns with a very large stone in his claws. This stone is almost like a boulder in size, uh, and it, he places it at the head of Rovar's grave. Say, that's that's a nice boulder. Thanks, Chomper. <laughs> Tyson McKay, you cannot see Chomper, but you can almost feel his uh, large, great dragon eyes uh, resting on you. Well, kill, kill him now. <laughs> okay, so, well, let's go to this town that's taken a fuck ton out of us. That is a, a good point, Tyson McKay. What I want to do is I'm going to be handing 1,500 experience points for saving the town of Traverse and completing the mission to each of our heroes, so to Rogar Ragnak and to Tyson McKay. Now, Rogar? So, gentlemen, it is the early hours of the morning. The sun has risen, and you can see its its great kind of warm light filtering over the lands to the south and to the east of Malvista. Tyson McKay, obviously, you can't see any of this, but you do know that you are both scheduled to be sailing towards the Cobalt Isles with your companions, with Ari aboard the Royale. So with that being said, is there anything else you guys would like to do? I think I'm good. Let's get going, Fievel. We gotta make up for that dragon egg you stole or something. I forget. This was like 20 episodes ago. (laughs) (laughs) Worth it. So the Drake Chomper gets ready to take flight, and as soon as Fievel, you are on its back, as well as Tyson, Chomper will be launching into the air and taking you guys towards Malvista. Sounds good. Ladies and gentlemen, that is where we are going to leave things for today. So, big round of applause. Big shout out to Tyson McKay and Fiala Mazentrov for saving the town of Traverse and the adventures with Ari the Gambler and their companions Dabbledob and Gregory. Oh my god, we get to see Dabblecock and Gregor Knob? <laughs> yeah, you should definitely greet them like that when you meet them. <laughs> I might have missed them. They're my only family now. Is there... <laughs> Anything else that you guys would like to say before we leave things for today? Um, I'd just like to say to the fans that are sad that Rogar died, I'm with you. We hate Noah. <laughs> yeah, we dark. don't hate Noah. This is the darkest dark. year of our adventures. <laughs> True. Who dies in season four, Noah? We're not even no. done season... We're not technically in season three yet. We're midway God through damn. season three. That was my comment and concern. <laughs> I was to say, what about... A Knights of the New Moon funeral for Rogai. Now he's just up on some random hill. It's the it's hill okay. of the town that he died for. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, Fievel. I took his stuff, so I have that, that cloth or whatever. Oh, good. I probably put it on the stone or something, but... Put it on my drake, it, so. and then we'll have entry into... He'll have entry into the city. 
Um, we just good. crash. We just crash through the lights of the new moon wall. <laughs> I'm here for my initiative. Yeah, I'm a member now. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, whether it was morning, evening, noon, or night, I'd like to say thank you so much for listening to the Dicey D20. This is your DM signing off. This is your blind planeswalker signing off. <laughs> Do I need a planeswalker stick? Yes. Minus 500 experience <laughs> points. And Fievel. <laughs> I can't top that. Brilliant. <laughs>